Hello and welcome to the latest Backstreet Boys episode. You haven't got a flowery, poetic intro this, this week, because it's me, it's Bayo doing it. Claire is off doing the rugby, is she Jodie? Rugby in France. Rugby in France. So hello, I'm Bayo. I'm Jodie. We're the Backstreet Boys. And this week, it's very exciting, it's what we've all been waiting for. The time has come for the World Championship Trials. Now, there were some years we wouldn't have been that excited about the trials, because they were often a damp squib. But last year was one of the best... One of the best British meetings I've ever been to. Probably the best, definitely the best trials I've ever been to. The weather was glorious. The performances were amazing. And there's potential for exactly the same to happen this year. Um, If you remember correctly, the end of last year when we chose our favourite meeting of the year... I didn't choose the Europeans or the Commonwealths. I chose the British trials. And this year could even be better, to be honest. Luckily, first of all, the weather is looking like it's going to be glorious again. I think it's like 30 degrees this weekend, which makes a huge, huge difference. Mm. Um, And there are so many exciting events. You know, it really makes a difference when, as they did last year, I'm going to get this right, British Athletics clearly put the call out and said everyone has to turn up which they did, and we then ended up with the trials with so many great um, competitions, which is what you want for, for a trials. Um, and as I say, looking at the rankings this year, looking at the people who've already um, qualified, or they've got the qualifying time or performance, again, we've got so many great head-to-heads. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, British Athletics, they have made a decision now, it's actually in the selection rules, that if you don't want, if you um, say you're injured, you actually have to go and be assessed by a British Athletics doctor, you can't just write a note. Yeah, you can't, the same you, you with, can't just say you're injured and then turn up to compete yeah, somewhere yeah, else. No, somewhere same else. with even if you feel ill, when you're there, you have to go and be assessed, so it's, it's not a simple process, you have to actually turn up um, to to the champs unless you've got a really really valid excuse so there will be a couple of people missing yeah. um, Laura won't be there yeah Laura Muir seems we're not sure what's going on there, well we? she's not going to run again until the, champ- until the Worlds it feels like there's a slight um, hint of I don't know everything's got a bit quiet hasn't it I feel like it. do we think it could be worse than we're hoping yeah I think so, but also she doesn't need to. She doesn't need no, to. You're absolutely she doesn't right. need to prove anything at all, and she doesn't. She, she doesn't need to do anything at no. all until like five weeks off, does yeah. she? So, so if anything is wrong now, that doesn't mean it won't be okay by it, then. Exactly. And we'd much rather that she's okay then than force her to come and run here totally unnecessarily. Exactly. So the other, not a downside at all, but obviously last year at the European Championships we could basically send a full team because um, the qualification was a lot lower. It's the World Championships. Qualification is very high. There are some events we won't. There is no one qualified, and we won't have anyone qualified. I was thinking of mostly the javelin. Well, yeah, across I mean, the men and women, we haven't got a single person, have we? No, and I mean, there's there's a couple of events like that, um, and then obviously there's other events where we've got loads of people qualified, yeah. which means which is exactly why we love the trials because you never know what's going to happen. So there's some really exciting events coming up this weekend. Okay, so I've been hard at work all day, Jody, um, making us money so that we can afford our posh hotel in Birmingham. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you, on the other hand, have been um, hard at work um, tell, looking into what's Journalising. Journalising, exactly. Journalising. Um, One of us had to. So, give me... Let's start... How, how do you want to do this? Should we start from the beginning? Well, and work first of all, let's just, let's just explain the, the qualifying um, procedures. Um, there are... Without getting too complicated, if you've got the... A, there's only one standard, there's not an A and B. So if you've got the standard and you come in the top two at the trials... You're selected. You're on the plane, yeah. Yeah, that's that's where it's simple. Also, if you're reigning world champion or the Diamond League champion the week on the 6th... 
Oh, so becoming Diamond League champion yeah, in two I'm weeks' a time? Little bit, I'm a little bit confused about this because obviously we've got reigning Diamond League champions now because the championships are so late in the year. Because usually the Diamond be- League finishes before the championship, so we've got a new Diamond League champion. So I'm not. Don't quote me on that. That makes one. no sense. Don't quote me on it. It's all written down here. I read it four times. I'm not still I'm not 100% sure. Okay. But anyway, if you qualify after. So just to clarify, because usually you would win the Diamond League last and the year. next year you would have already booked your ticket to yes. go to the World Championships, assuming that your federation okayed yes. that. Yeah. This year, because the Diamond League is before, the, yeah. the, the Diamond League this year is before the Championships, yeah. we've basically now got two, two Diamond, Diamond League Championships and presumably both of them don't book their Yeah, and do you know what, let's, let's not get into it, it's really complicated and I'm not 100% sure, so unless you want me to stop and, and um, do some research and come back to you. So anyway, there's no, something... I figure that someone somewhere <laughs> knows how that works and yeah. they will have worked it out by the time the World Championships exactly. come around. But... Um, there is no. Um, it does qualify you, and if you if you are already one of those things, you come top two, then you you are qualified. Um, other than that, it's kind of the discretion of the selectors. I don't think. Other than Dino, I don't think anyone would be in that position anyway. With that, I, I can't. It's too complicated. I can't think about it. Okay, um, Laura, but she's not going to be doing it. Yeah. Um, obviously, if you've got the world champion, you've got the reigning world champion, and you've got the um, diamond league champion, then the selectors, the selectors will discuss, will choose one. But doesn't the world championship override the? I thought no. world championship overrid, no. overrid, overrode. No. No. What's the word? <laughs> no, it doesn't. Because the world championship was two years ago, and you're, if you're a diamond league champion, you've got current form ish. So anyway, that's up for debate. But you can you can get by with that by coming top two at the trials. Yeah. Then there's some other caveats of lots of other things about how you. There's a third well, there's the round, ranking there's a fourth system, round. Yeah. Yes, if you don't get, if you haven't got the qualifying, but you are within the ranking system in the top. Depending 32. on the, well, it depends which event, different events. Are different. Yeah, and of course within that 32, lots of people like Kenyan steeplechasers. Twenty of the 32 are going to be Kenyan steeplechasers, yeah. aren't they? So, so after the sixth, I think it is when the closing date is. I think, I think that's just any whatever. After that, then the IWF will give invitations and UK British Athletics can accept them. They don't have to accept them. And their guidelines say they will only accept them for people who are... Um, medal contenders? Medal contenders or medal contenders in 2020 in right. Tokyo. Yeah. Which is totally subjective. So totally. that's when there's that's the rule that's always subjective, that there's going to be some... Um, Consternation. Well, do you know what, Jodie? What? Let's stop talking about the rules that we don't understand and talk <laughs> about the actual athletes, shall we? Let's do it. Hey, this is Neve Emerson, and you're listening to the Backstraight Boys. There are some exciting events, and what they've done in the schedule is put them all at the end of the day. Right at the end, I mean, because, I saw that. Um, because they are the ones that they want people to stay around for. Um, so we can we can talk about them but I mean there's, there's, I think there's spread out throughout throughout the events there's something to talk about in most events so let's, let's just start just with the start at the beginning so the the 200 metres is the one that we especially the women's and the men's actually is the one that we talk about yeah. the most because there's a lot of people qualified um, in that but in the women's side at least the 100 metres is just as exciting right because Dina's running um, who has is the qualifying is Dina doing both events do you know she's not doing both she's only doing the I believe she's only doing the 100 at the right. trials I might have made that up yeah, she, no, she's 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 entered in the hundred. So sorry, didn't she say at the weekend? Didn't she say she, at the Bavarian Grand Prix she was doing both at the championship? She's not doing both. At oh, the I trials. see. Right, I misunderstood. I got you. Okay, that makes sense. So she's doing the hundred. So she's entered in the hundred and she's got the qualifying. Imani's got, um, entered and she's got the qualifying. Daryl's entered. She's got the qualifying. Um, that would seemingly be your team, you would think, wouldn't you? Yeah, and someone else whose name I can't read in my notes. Um, Asha. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> oh Jody. Um Jody is also doing the hundred and she's got the she's oh. got well she's entered in the hundred. Right. I don't know if you're entered if you have to 
have to then do the events because there's yeah. some people have entered in things that I, I wouldn't be wouldn't be surprised if they're not running. Um, but so there's four four women there who've actually got the qualifying this Has year. Has Crystal not got it? No, she's just outside oh. this year. Oh, right. she, she last year, but I don't think last year's counts. Got you. Um, Desiree's running. Oh, and Asher's running. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. So they've been obviously injured, but you never know. One of them could sneak in the top two, and then they've got a little bit of time to get the qualifying. And that's happened on numerous exactly. occasions where we thought it's all. I mean, um, especially Asha. Up. Never, never write off Asha. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, also, just um, just nice to see them running. Sophie yes. Paps is running. Oh, Sophie Paps is exactly. running. Amazing. And, and Maya Bruni is entered in the hundred meters. Right. So that. It obviously could be a really good event and this is what we're looking for we're not necessarily looking for the events with the most with the highest quality we're looking for the events where there's, there's some kind of competition yeah. um, can I just say listen, when you look at that lineup, so just, just potentially you know, Dina, Imani, Daryl Jodie, Crystal Desiree Asha Sophie Ashley probably is Ashley running she's, um, only, she's doing the 200. 200 but that is just jaw dropping in the quality yeah. compared with a few years back yeah. where you would maybe have Right, no one qualified, um, and then some has been not has been, but some also runs um, making up the final. This final is going to look like any one of them could have won in other years. And it? also, there's 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 Rachel Miller. Um, yeah, there's, yeah, there's, there's, there's other people who are there and thereabouts who could who could qualify as well. So, hundred meters. They say it's a blue ribbon event. We often disagree, but this time I think it could be. Um, uh, the men's two hundred, men's, men's hundred, men's hundred. I mean, less people qualified this year. The people who've actually got the qualifying is OG Zan- and Zarnell and Adam. Oh. Um, but obviously CJ, he's on ten thirteen. The qualifying is ten ten. Um, and Harry, he's on ten eleven. Qualifying is ten eight, um, isn't it? Ten ten. So um, once again. If one of those top three, you never know, a, it could be a full start, there could be a DQ. Absolutely. So if one other person gets in the top two, it throws a massive spanner in the yeah. works. And you'll be interested to see in that 100 metres that um, um, Richard Kilty's not doing it, he's only doing the 200 oh, metres. Oh, that's, that's quite a smart move. Is it? Is it not? The 200's more steps than the 100. Oh, no, so yes, you're right, yeah, it is. But he does have the qualifying time for the, for the, 200. For the 200. Also, don't forget that the qualifying, if you don't have the qualifying time for the Worlds, a European Championship win does count as a qualifying time. Okay. It doesn't qualify you like a World Championship win or a Diamond League, but it counts as a qualifying time. Got you. Um, so, um, so Matt Hudson-Smith Matt Smith doesn't have the qualifying time, but he is the European champion, so he automatically has the qualifying time. If he comes top two at the trials, he's in. Yeah, no, no questions asked. Um, so, so Zion and Adam would seem like the top two, but then as you say, well, we haven't seen Adam over two hundred. He hasn't. Adam hasn't. I'm talking, I'm talking oh, in the hundred, of course. Well, Zion now should you you you'd think, wouldn't you? That's what I just said. Oh, sorry. Okay. Yes. Um, so that's the hundred meters, the women's two hundred, which is the the like the event we talk about a lot. Yeah. But obviously, Dina's not running. Um, so you've got Beth, you've got Ashley, and you've got Jody, who've all got the qualifying times. Um, oh, that's interesting, isn't it? Because if one of those slips up and someone else sneaks in. Dina's place is already taken, so that means one of those isn't going to make it. Unfortunately, it doesn't look like Amy Hunt's entered. Oh, well, that's a shame. I was looking forward to that. Well, although, exactly. although she was scaring me a bit. In like, <laughs> well, because then that just throws another exactly, spanner in the yeah. works. But yeah, I mean, even so, really high quality event. Um, the women's 400, only Lavia and Emily have got the qualifying, 51.80 this year. Um, Jodie's got it, surely. Yeah, but she's not running in the, that, so she can't qualify automatically at the trials. I see what you mean, yeah. But obviously, it's good for Jodie because she has a backup. If she doesn't get in the top two at the trials, she could still be putting the. 400. She could be the four hundred. Yeah. I mean, probably she would get. Um, 
she'd get the 200 place but like she's got it's good to have that as a backup the the men's 400 yeah. is looking dismal this yes. year now you're saying Matt Hassan Smith technically has the qualifying from the Europeans yes. because he won last year but other than that Rabbi Yusuf has got the qualifying yeah, I'm saying other than that, that's, yeah. that's it, isn't it? Yeah, so. I mean, Martin Rooney's running. Dwayne, Dwayne, um, Cowan. Cowan, he looked good at the European Cup, yeah. but he's quite far off the qualifying. And also, what you find often is, you know, we haven't seen that much from people, possibly because the, the champs is so far. Yeah, they've just come into form now. So, but, this is what we're excited about the trials, because yeah. if the weather's good, potentially we can get lots of people getting the qualifying at the trials, and that makes it even more exciting. So the, one of the, the events that we're really looking forward to, which is all of them so far, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Are both the 800s. Both was, the 800s I think great. seven men qualified in the 800s. I think 800. it's eight men. Um, they're not all running the 800, right. because Jack, Jack um, not, I also want to say Jeff Whiteman. But, um, Jake Whiteman. Jake Whiteman, for example, um, Josh Kerr, are not going to be running the 800. Right. Um, so we've got Max Bergin, who yeah. obviously we really want to see him run it well. He wasn't, he was a bit over, overwhelmed, I think, at the I think so, yeah. Uh, yeah. In Birmingham last week, but that was good to get that race out of the way. Um, so he's running Elliot Giles, Carl Langford, Jamie Webb, Thomas Staines have all got the qualifying. Right. Thomas Staines. He's um, Linda Keogh. And yeah. Um, <laughs> Gary Staines. <laughs> Gary Staines. Like, he looks exactly like them both. Um, and then Guy Learmouth, his point is just like yeah, 600 just outside, off. Yeah. So that's going to be a burn-up. And, and also, it's an 800, and anything can happen in an 800, yeah. isn't it? It's like, it's not a, it's a race that come, tactics come into yeah. it, and conditions come into it, and people get in box, all kinds of things can People are going to have to run the race that suits them. Yeah, the race, race that is going to play to their advantages, because you're not, very few people there are going to out-sprint Elliot Giles or Jamie Webb. Or um, Kyle Langford. Well, yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or um, um, oh, Jamie Webb, yeah. Jamie so, Webb. Like, so if you want to get in there, you want to, I don't know, I mean, I don't know, I'm not, a, I'm not an 800 metre runner, but pe- I don't want to see people who are on the periphery just thinking yeah. they've got a be- the better sprint. And also, I don't want to see the, the sort of bigger stars yeah, letting it p- piddling around and then it being one of the 48, which means anyone can win, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, absolutely. So. Um, on the women's side, once again, um, Laura's got the 800, yes, but she's not going to be running it, etc. Um, so we've got Lindsay's got it, Alex Bowles got it, Shalane Oscan Class got it, and so has Hannah Seagrave, who ran really yes. fast um, just outside two minutes the other day. So, I mean, that's a toss up, once again, because it depends on the tactics and Adele Tracy is in there well Adele Tracy she's not run fast this year but yeah. she's you never know um, Isabel Boffy who's not close to the time but she's like the under 23 champion and on the rise and Mari Smith do you remember Mari Smith from indoors yes. last year yes yeah she's running she's run 201 this year so <laughs> like <laughs> what were you saying the other day what's that stat about the European um, oh yeah in, in Britain in Europe this year of the top 7 women Top seven ranked women over 800 this year, um, six of them are British. That's crazy. That's yeah. absolutely ridiculous. You just, just at least assume there's a couple of random Ukrainians. There is one Ukrainian. Yeah. Double you, European champion. You just assume there's a couple more. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, once again, a, a really exciting event to watch. Um, and I, I'm sorry to sound like a broken record, but Jodie, what about the 1500? <laughs> I'm really excited about the 1500. <laughs> <laughs> Mainly on the men's side, which is strange, and I'll explain why. Yeah, I agree. Um, the, on the men's side, Charlie Grice, Josh Kerr, Chris O'Hare, Jake Whiteman, Neil Gorley, all have the... Qual- Actually, I don't think Chris O'Hare does have the qualifying. Um, he had a really bad run at the weekend. Yeah, so, so I mean, he doesn't, he doesn't look great. But, once again, great. A lot of people with the qualifying. P- Charlie Grice is head and shoulders the fastest this year. But, you know what? With a sprint finish... 
can he outsprint Josh Kerr, Jake Whiteman? We don't know. So you've got to play tactically right. Yeah. And this is why when we talk about the Ingebrigtsons all the time about how how they're so good tactically, they make a race work for them. And um, let's hope some people think about this yeah. this weekend and don't just go out there, run around in 450 and... Um, you never know what's going to happen then and really puts a spanner in the works of your chances for the championships yeah. the women, on the women's side what looks on paper like I was thinking the, the same one, thing the strongest event of the, of the weekend because our 1500 metre girls this year are totally on fire actually when you take out the people who aren't doing this event as their first event it's basically just down to Sarah McDonald and Gemma Riki. Um so in Sarah McDonald and Gemma Riki, what's, um, what's Laura Waitman doing? She's entered in the 5,000. Um, because with, with one place already taken from Laura Muir, yeah. you would think the next two would be Laura Waitman, Gemma Riki, Sarah McDonald. So yeah. it's between those three. If you, take, um, if you take Laura Waitman out, that looks like our team, doesn't it? Yeah, and what a great team what a to have. Because, yeah. <laughs> of course, Ailish has got is extremely fast, but she won't be doing the 1,500. Yeah. And Jess Judd has got the... No, she hasn't. She's um, not. No. Um, Oh, she's got the 5K. Yeah. Well, Melissa she's... Courtney's got it, though. Melissa Courtney, we think she's doing the 5K. Yeah. Got you. Um, one thing I just want to say about um, Sarah McDonald. Yes. Totally underrated athlete. I totally agree. She has been on fire this year to run basically four minutes dead. Yeah. But I don't think she runs like a four-minute 1,500-metre runner. I agree. I really want to see her have a bit more confidence in a race, take it by the scruff of the neck, and dominate, because... Even, I mean, Gemma Riki's brilliant this year, but Sarah McDonald beat her. When they both set their PBs, Sarah McDonald would beat her quite, quite did, comfortably. Did you, I can't remember who it was, but did you see the 800 metre race that Sarah McDonald ran? Yes, it was in, in um, Luzerne. Was it Luzerne? Cause, that was Luzerne, because it wasn't, it wasn't the Diamond League, was it? And she just ran out she really fast. She brilliant, was brilliant. And I kind of th- thought at the time, oh, I'd like to see her run a 1500 yeah. like this. Because when, when she gets a fast time, she does get a fast time, but she's probably in like sort of seventh or something yeah. whereas those, there are those races that are one in 402 403 which I feel like she could be, could be winning yeah. and, and this isn't a criticism of her at all we no. think she's great and, and also so it's the first year that she's been, yeah, she's, she's been coming on and coming on and coming on and coming yeah. on so with that confidence comes absolutely. as well and now you're a four minute which is like beyond world class yes. it's right up there with the world class now you have to learn to use that to, in races yeah. um, but um, this, maybe she will this weekend absolutely well, this is it's all... exciting to see her against Gemma Riki because Gemma Riki is the opposite yeah. Gemma Riki it's got such an amazing sprint finish. But also, she's, she's always like up at the front. You see her a lot. You see that pony pole bobbing. Well, yeah, but that's, that's often because she's running in her age group races where she dominates. Maybe, so, not no, that maybe so. so. What I mean is, we, we know of um, Gemma Riki. We can pick her out of a crowd because yeah. we, we see her a lot, don't we? We even sort of see her um, near the front of races, whereas it's not the same. Sarah McDonald, I feel, gets lost in the yeah. middle sometimes. Sarah McDonald's like, probably my favourite athlete of the year. Right. In the sense that, like, she, uh, she's very under the radar, yeah. but like spectac- she's been absolutely spectacular this year. So I'd, r- love to, I'd love to see her run a really good race. Well, we've now spent 10 minutes talking about the Backstreet Boys podcast. Yay! So. <laughs> um, so the 5Ks, the men's side is not looking so good. Three people have qualified. They're all running, which is Andy Butcher, Ben Connor, and Mark Scott. They've all got the qualifying time. There we go. Yeah. Um, and there's no one else close um, who will be running at least. And the women's 5K, I mean, there's... One, there's Ailish qualified, Laura Waitman, Melissa McCartney, um, Melissa Courtney, um, Amy Eloise Neal, Jess Judd, and then also Sarah Ingalls. Yeah, she did the she European Cup. She ran the European Cup, the third European Cup. She's just outside. She's five, because it's 15.22. 
I think she's won 1525. That seems very slow in comparison to some it, other events. It, yes, but you know what? Because yeah. there's loads of people who are Ethiopian who yeah. are Kenyan in there. When you take all of them out, yeah, there's, so, not, yeah. there's not that many people who run that far. Um, but this is a prime example of a race where the top three there, Ailish, Laura and Melissa, should be the three yeah. going, you would think. If one of them slips up for any reason and someone else gets in, then... Because you know Jess Judd's not going to make it easy for them. No, no. <laughs> That's why it's probably going to be under the... You can see her running fast enough to make to put yeah. under the um, who knows. Anyway. So that's that's kind of exciting. So I um, would be good if Jess Judd made the team. I'd love Jess Judd to make the team, <laughs> but I'd, I want all of them to go. Yeah. So. <laughs> Um, nobody qualified in the women's um, 100 hurdles. Cindy Afili is the closest at 13.06. Now, I think I read yesterday that Cindy Afili is within the top 32. To oh, really? Yeah, 13.06 she's won. 12.98 is the qualifying, so that would be interesting. Yeah. But once again, they don't have to select her. No, they don't. Right. So, who knows? That would be a shame if they didn't, though, because, yeah, because she's, she's coming back from injury. And obviously, she's definitely a medal... Um, uh, medal potential because yeah. she came fourth at the last Olympics she's only 25 I think as oh well. wow <laughs> so yeah I mean she's one of the ones you'd assume they probably would um, in the men's 100 hurdles Andrew Potts, Potts he's got the qualifying um, Cameron Fillories who's having a great year did he just get it or just no he, he's won 13.54 in the qualifying 13.46 right so once oh, again oh well, it was a PB wasn't it so, yeah, yeah but, and right. David King's won 13.55 so they're not far off and once again a little bit of wind on a nice sunny day in Birmingham fingers crossed um, the 400 hurdles for women. Megan Beasley and Jessica Turner have both got it. Oh, just Turner's got it. Right. Yes. I, I saw that there was a second person got it, and I thought that, oh, Ailey's not around. Who could that be? That makes that makes sense. And what, she's good to have on the team anyway, because she went yes. great. Yeah, she won in the relay. And I wouldn't be surprised if they put her in the combined... Oh, the combined, which, which she did the other yeah, day. Yeah, she went she? really well, didn't I she? I don't even want to talk about the combined. No, 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 no. Let's just talk about when we have to. Yeah. But also, <laughs> they haven't got the qualifying this year, but Lena Nielsen's running, Kirsty McCasland's running, Hayley McLean's set up, um, come back this year. She's run her first time... She was European junior champion in 2013. Right. She's run her first, fastest time since 2014. So they're all, all three of them going in the right direction. They're, they're half a second outside but, the qualifying. You know, even if they don't make it, it's good that there's actually some competition coming through. Yeah, that, exactly. That's what's important. And Ailey's not around this year. Yeah. So um, um, it's good we've got some new people coming through. Just talking about the 400 hurdles, an extra person who's running in the 400 is Perry. <gasps> yeah. Oh. Um, I'm not sure what kind of form she's in. I don't care, I just want to see Perry. Yeah, exactly. And you never know, she might be one well enough, she might get in the relay. So yes. Hi, it's KJT and you're listening to the Backstreet Boys. In the field events it's not as there's not as much to talk about. <laughs> Sophie Sophie McKinna is qualified in the shot put. Yay. Yay. Um I think that's also true about the top thirty two for um who's Britain's second? Amelia Stickler. Oh yes, that's yeah. what I was going to say. Well, she's 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 seventeen eighty three, so she's not far off. No, she's only well, seventeen she, centimeters. She's off. in the. She's currently qualified as one of the. But that's one of those ones where I. This yeah, British athletes are almost certainly say no to a shot put, wouldn't they? When they would take a, a ropey hundred meter runner. And like maybe she's not got medal potential. I don't care. Next, the, yeah. the very fact that we have someone who's qualified means she should go. And in the, in the especially shot in an event like that, yes. where we really need to be encouraging people. One hundred percent. If they don't take her, I'd be really really pissed off. Yeah. Uh, the men's shot put um, no one's close to the qualifying Scott Lincoln won um, 1779 this year and he did he came fifth at the European Cup which he did very really well, good yeah. but obviously our mate Yusuf Zabat's going to be there <laughs> <laughs> he's thrown 1850 so I mean he's not likely to qualify but I can't wait to say hello to him no he's totally hand. Yeah. <laughs> um, the men's discus is quite interesting because Greg Thompson has got the qualifying from back in, out in America was that from Chula Vista or something somewhere like that yeah. early in the year he has not shown anything like that form ever since yeah because I saw him at the Olympic Stadium at the um, yeah at the, and he's 
through I don't know, he barely threw 60 metres yeah. I don't think um, but the, someone who was at Ilsa's at the Olympic Stadium is Lawrence Okoye who is qualified who is competing yeah. he does need 65 metres to go or to be in the top 32 he's someone who if he threw within the I don't know what you I don't know what the top I don't know what 32 would be Actually, so it's not top 32. Let's get this right. It's in the rankings. It's not on distances. Oh, right. So it's a cumulative. So it's not yes. just about one throw. Only it? for yeah, marathon course. and 10,000 is it on the rankings, not on the um, IWLF uh, So you're talking about the point rankings rather yes. than the actual um, yes. performance rankings. So we need rankings. to get that right. So I'm not even sure if he'd be anywhere close because I don't think he's had three probably Yeah. No, but but in, in London, he threw over 60 metres yeah. in his first competition since what 2012 or something yeah. ridiculous so even if he doesn't get to go this time yeah. the very fact that he's back and exactly. throwing and throwing over 60 metres on your first that's got to be like scary to his competitors to think what what's to come um, for the Olympics next year um, so the women's pole vault Holly obviously um, but just behind her Lucy Bryant's jumped um, 4.50 this year yeah. um, the qualifying is 4.56 oh ok so you never know um, Molly Caldry's not, not entered I, I, she was injured or something I think she's been injured she? she's off in America yeah. So because um, I remember when Claire talked to her she had been having a bit of injury problems or something yeah so and we, and we actually Claire spoke about trying to readjust when yeah. you're going to America for the year so she's young she's very young and very talented so hopefully she'll be back around next year Men's triple jump, obviously, Ben Williams qualified. He did, yes. yes. <laughs> um, but just seven centimetres off qualifying is Nathan Douglas. No! Yes, he's 1688. Oh, wow. <laughs> when and where? I didn't notice that. <laughs> so that's... Um, just, that would be just so amazing if he could get that qualifying. Totes. Because mm. still, when, when, at those major championships, when you um, see a uh, triple jump competition... Yes. I mean... <laughs> Seriously, they're all in the 30s. <laughs> Some of them are in their 40s. Yes. <laughs> and look in their 60s. The, um, the, um, the long jump, which was the event of the championships last the year. The women's, yeah. The women's long jump. The qualifying 672. Yeah. As we know, Abigail got it last, last week. <laughs> She's the other one. She's the other favourite British athlete of the year. Yeah. Who, just when that. you say favourite, you talk about people who've done brilliant. Yeah, just year. like someone who I, I'm really, really rooting for. Yes. Um, so she's she's qualified. Just needs to come top two at the trials. Yeah. Obviously, that's easier said than done. Shah was there. Jasmine's there. Lorraine's there. Um, is Kat doing the long jump? She is. No, she's, she's not. No, she's not. Um, so those four, those those four are the top girls this year. They, Shah, Jasmine, Lorraine would need to jump six seventy two. Um, unless once again they're qualified. All that. Con- stuff so, so but also once again it's, it's what a high quality competition yeah, absolutely. and even if they're not even if they're not haven't got the qualifying which there's still loads of competition for the top two places it's like there's what and also Kat's there. probably booked her place if she wants to do it so there's really only two do we know at the championships if the long jumps after the heptathlon or not um, no I did, I, I did read something about this the other day but I can't remember what it was yeah. so don't know um, the men's hammer throw is str- Strangely interesting. Nick Miller has qualified. Well, only because the qualifying is 76 metres. Right. Nick Miller's got it. But Taylor Campbell has thrown 74.26. Ossian Jones has thrown 73.85. Someone, Gary Gary Murch, has thrown 73.64. And Chris Bennett has thrown 73.23. What on earth? So... (laughs) Like it's a bit like a hammer. Yeah, a bit like a couple of years back when the discus went crazy. Yeah, you know, we had I mean, all those but, discus people. But this is because people have been putting a concerted effort into the hammer. Is it the British Hammer School or whatever? No. Can someone put concerted effort into the javelin? Yeah, one hundred percent. We, I think, in the in the over the winter, 
we're going to do a javelin special and we're going to talk oh, to, oh. yeah, we'll get Steve Backley and we'll get Tessa Sanderson and we'll ask what's going on with the javelin. We're going to see um, um, Javelin Sam. Yes. And get to teach us how to do the javelin. Exactly. Let's, 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 let's put our weight. Yes. <laughs> our considerable weight. Our ever increasing weight. <laughs> Behind the javelin, let's do yeah, it. Yeah, that will show them. Um, so, so, so we can verify now that we will have an Olympic champion next year because me and you are going to sort it out. Maybe not next year. Oh, okay. But by where's the next one? Paris. Paris. Yeah, by yeah, Paris. Good. Um, just we were just talking about Cat. She's actually doing the hundred hurdles, the high jump, and the javelin. Hundred hurdles, high jump, javelin. Good, good choices. Yeah, she doesn't need. She's. I mean, she nailed the long jump the other day. I mean, hmm. well, no, she nails the long jump. It's just, unfortunately, her biggest competition nailed no, it even my, more. My, my nailing was, by nailing, she did a one great jump. I'm done with oh, you that nailing, I'm not sure. Yeah, you're right. I mean, it's great to see her jumping so far. Best since 2014. Oh, yeah, it's huge. What we've been saying she can do for ages. Unfortunately, she now needs to jump 7.05. <laughs> because Nafi's just on another planet, like... Um, well, let's come to. We'll do a very quickly round. Just want to say, the... just also Tim Duckworth, who's our other Monty oh, Venture, yeah. he's definitely doing the long jump and the hundred, hundred and ten hurdles. I can't see him entering anything else, but he potentially was because I didn't look at absolutely everything. Um, so is that everything, Jody? That's everything. Did I do good? You did well done. Any um, questions? There's some walk stuff, isn't there? But that will sort itself. But out. the walks have already been. Um, oh, right, they haven't. They? Yeah, yeah, as have the marathon. Um, so that's already been. Yeah, that's been so done. just the trials for this week. We're talking. Yeah, about. we'll talk there about were, the actual team when. Yeah, it's there, there, there are walks on, but that's I suppose got you. Yeah. Tom to set another British um, record, I guess. So, what are you most looking forward to? What if you can choose one event? What would it be? Oh, um, I think it might be the. I think it's the men's eight hundred. Um, Very unusual for me to say that, but well, just was, because there's was, so many different things that could happen. I was kind of thinking the same thing. I mean, the one I kind of care about most is the women's 200, but I feel like the women's 200 might just sort itself out, mm. you know? Because um, even something like if Jodie didn't make it, she can go in the 400. Yeah. It feels like everyone can make the team. But I'm kind of with you at the men's 800, because anything could happen there. Because and there's so many different stories going on as well. I and mean, you would think at the moment on form that Jamie Webb would be the, the favourite, but then Elliot Giles beat him last weekend. Yeah, and then, but, well, but then, Jamie Webb knows exactly what he did wrong. Right. But then Kyle Langford, throw him in the works, it changes everything. But again. also, say Max Bergen goes out and runs like he can from the front and throws a... I keep saying spanner in the works, I need to find another analogy, but it's not an analogy, is it? I don't know what it is. <laughs> but say he just does that. I to- because just, at the I was weekend, he was, it looked like he was a bit intimidated. Overall, yeah. like, totally understandable. Plus, he's just coming back from injury, so he probably feels like he's not on top form. But if he goes out there and runs, gun to tape like that, everyone's going to have to chase. It was at the British under-20s trials that he ran. Yes. Like, when he just went out and was leading. <laughs> he did like a 51 first lap and was leading by 30 metres, yeah. wasn't it? Now, if he'd done that, not necessarily in Birmingham, but if he does do that at the weekend and running that time, you could win with that time, yeah. couldn't you? you know? And other people might not, might, they've all run faster than that this year, but doesn't mean they can do it. Absolutely not. And he's not an actual pacemaker, so no. people might think, oh, let him go. He might not come back. You know, there's lots of, lots of interesting oh, stories going on. salivating, aren't we? Um, so we're going up tomorrow. We're going to be there early. That's unusual for us, but we are, yes. Um, so we might even have a little drink. Should we have a little meet up on Friday night? Um, Maybe we'll get together with the Trackcastic guys and have a drink somewhere. Should we try not to get arrested? We'll try not to get arrested this time. <laughs> and let's let's have a chat with Gabby, see where everyone's going to be Friday night. And if we do do that, we'll tweet it out. So if anyone wants to come and join us for a drink or seven, they're very welcome to. Um, so we just very, very quickly, 
just quickly talk about the Birmingham Grand Prix yes, at the weekend. Uh, not much to talk about, to be honest. It was a bit of a damp squib, wasn't it? Um, I was going to mention Abigail was sensational. <laughs> it was brilliant. Um, but the long women's long jump in general was, was, was insane. insane. Um, Nafi, what can you say? What's, what she's managed to do so brilliantly is turn what was once a weakness, she was a 6.30 jumper, average, mm. into like, she'll, she possibly, and she has been, I think, at the last two championships, the number one long jumper. And Which is crazy because we always said, like three, four years ago, the point about Nafi was she was a strength-based um, athlete. Obviously, she had a height, so she had the high jump, but she wasn't. She had no speed, yeah. you know. And she was plodding, wasn't she? And she ran like a slow person, you know. <laughs> yeah. So even if she was like obviously running way faster than I could or anything, but she, she still her her gait was like clumsy, and she just looked she looked heavy. She doesn't look heavy anymore. Even when she's, when she's running down a long jump, she when you run when you jump a long jump, she would run down relatively slow, but she would look like she was going to like collapse at any point. Now she looks like she's going to extend, and she looks like a long jumper. That's the difference, isn't it? She, she jumps is, like a long jumper. Jessie's the only other example I can think of as someone mm. who learns so quickly, mm. who picked things up. Jess went from like a 11, 12 meter shot putter to a, to a fourteen, sixty shot putter. She went from a thirty-eight meter javelin thrower to a forty-six meter javelin thrower. Now Nafi's extended it beyond that, yeah. that but to take a, an event that was cat strength yes. and to turn it into possibly even maybe Nafi's a little bit better same in the high jump there was a time when they were very very even in fact they both jumped 198 at the Olympics was it the Worlds? there was one the Olympics because it was the Olympics they would have um, won anyway yeah it was the Olympics was it? yeah they, oh. it was 198 they both jumped and 197 won the gold right? something like that but um they were even. Now, now Nafi's jumping two hundred two. Sorry, sorry. You, I was thinking you meant in the high jump. You mean no, no, no. Got in yes, hundred percent. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now yeah. Jaffe's jumped two hundred two this year. I mean, Cat might jump one ninety eight. Fingers crossed. Um, so it's just those incremental differences. So now the only events that Cat has an advantage is the two hundred and eight hundred. And the hurdles. Not that's not that's might be a no, tenth. Okay, but she does. She she's still technically. Yeah, but like it's not it's not the points wise. It's like a few points. Yeah. Um. So. Just interesting to see the uh, someone who is so capable of learning and improving. But of course, the interesting thing is that arm. I know we don't um, know what her throw is going to be like. Arm. So great that she's doing the long jump. If she's lost ten meters in the javelin, then and that she's lost everything. two meters in the shot put. Yeah, yeah, that could. Be <laughs> <laughs> this is why we love that javelin. <laughs> Was there anything else? At the weekend that you remember, even I'd I forgot totally it forgotten it was on, and I now oh, can't yes. remember anything else that happened. No, we just should point out once again we all forgot to do our fantasy diamond league. Oh well, no, we didn't forget. No, we didn't forget. We were in the middle of it. We were in the middle of it, and, and it, then the, the it closed. It closed. So yeah, I haven't done it. I have one more complaint about the fantasy diamond. I'm What's sure that? you're all so bored of us complaining <laughs> about just the fantasy we're losing. diamond league. Yeah. Um, <laughs> on the side, top right hand corner, there's a countdown. Yeah. Clock. I started doing it. I thought the countdown clock to you couldn't do fantasy league anymore. So oh, basically, a countdown, countdown to actual start. Yeah, so tr- I thought it was a countdown to you. You were locked out of the fantasy diamond league. No, it's a countdown to when the actual event starts. Do you even have trouble finding where to make your selections? Every time. Yeah, and on my phone, I can't do it at all. <laughs> so I have to go and sit down at a computer, and then I I try four different places. Yeah, anyway, whatever. Right, yes, apologies. It probably won't be the last one. We'll probably be the same next So week. we'll be back next week, hopefully with Claire. I think Claire's back next week to review the trials. We'll have, lot, we have lots of interviews as well from the lots trials. Lots of interviews. Um, we'll try and catch up with all the people who've qualified and if there's any exciting stories to report on that as well. Um, and so next week sometime, I guess that'll be out. And then, we'll, <laughs> then, we'll, then we've got Paris Diamond League. We've got um, 
two more Diamond League finals and we've got the match whatever that is oh, I'm trying to ignore that we, um, we'll be off to have to talk about the, the team do we know when the team comes out team comes out well, they have meetings on Monday and the, oh that soon meetings on Monday and then it says the announcement will be as soon as possible afterwards so presumably Tuesday 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 isn't it okay, yeah. so, so let's wait until after that before we do absolutely yeah. Yeah. okay cool hi I'm Greg Rutherford and you're listening to the Backstraight Boys you're a pro, aren't you? Well, you know. <laughs> Thanks a lot, guys. We'll see you very soon. And, and if you'd like to, oh, go follow ahead. us on social media. <laughs> Drum roll. Um, on Twitter, it's at BackstraightB. Yeah? Go ahead. Um, on Instagram, Instagram, it's Backstraight Boys Podcast. Is there anything else? No. No. But you can also fo- follow Claire. Probably good to follow Claire as yeah. well. That's where you get some sense. Claire, Claire underscore G Thomas. Thomas. Yes. Yeah, sorry, that's ridiculous. We don't know our own, but I can tell you Claire's <laughs> off by heart. That's because she says it correctly every week. <laughs> anyway, thanks for tuning in. Enjoy the trials. If you see us there, come and say hello, and we will be back next week. See you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.